It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and, uh, well, it's Sunday morning. And I'm always excited to be able to be here with you on 94.1. Just an hour talking about the good things of the Lord. I say this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. <laughs> we talk about the church. Have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well to one another. And uh, so far, so good. 1,151 shows today and i'm so excited i have been waiting for this show for a long 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 time the one we're about to do right now <laughs> brother kyle petty is here in the studio with me now that's p-e-d-d-y i always have to say P- that p-e-d-d-i-e i-e okay i got it wrong and his beautiful wife hillary mm-hmm. right yep. and uh You've never been on the show before i have not no, he's, he's an old timer he is <laughs> <Yeah>. he's a <laughs> pro <laughs> brother kyle you are now the pastor and uh, i don't think you've been on the show since you've been a pastor i have not yeah i have not because you see i've been sending uh, signals to you for a long long time <laughs> I'd, I'd see somebody that knew you and i say hey tell him to call me i want to get him on the show and, and it just never happened <laughs> but you've been busy oh yeah oh my goodness yeah busy yeah. so since the last time i was singing with the gan brothers yeah so I want to say maybe that radio show was oh nine or ten or yes, it's probably somewhere 13, back there, yeah, twelve yeah. thirteen years, yeah. Started pa- and I've been preaching my whole life, uh, you know, just fill in mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, somebody was without a pastor, pastor needed a Sunday off, I'd go do that, preach youth revivals and so, but never pastored, mm-hmm. just kind of a supply. But uh, had the opportunity to come home to my home church, Corinth Baptist in Hosford. And uh, God kind of redirected my ministry from singing to, to preaching. Right. And, of course, I can sing any Sunday. Yeah, but you to. also, when you would be with Gann Brothers, sometimes you'd, yeah. you'd share things. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you came to our church, right. and you came here twice, mm-hmm. one when the, with the full Gann Brothers. Right. And then after, what, Calvin, which one of them had left? Uh, Calvin. Calvin. Uh-huh. And then you came with uh, uh, Craig Pippen. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't I, I think one of the, one, yeah, yeah, Phil Gann, yeah, and that at that time that that service was a whole lot different than when you when the Gann brothers came because they were in suits and they were doing right. the whole right. thing. This is much more, con, you know, just kind of low key, and you yeah. played the piano and you and you talked quite a bit. That we night did, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that whole time, really, those last few years with the Gann brothers was a preparation time for me of being mm-hmm. able to. You know, because before Calvin was kind of the MC, he kind of led led everything the, from songs to introductions, all that. And then all of a sudden, Calvin left, and right. and and Phil, you know, of course, Phil was the only Gan left, and he was like, "You can do it," you know. And 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 Craig was really good at doing it. You've known yeah. Craig a long time, uh, but it was just one of those things that it was just a natural uh, progression for me. But you know, they had always, even when Calvin was there, they would let me lead the altar call time. And that was to me the most important. I remember part. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now let's just bring the audience up to speed here, yeah. because some of the people mentioned who who were the Gann brothers. Well, at one time, I mean, you all were really up there. I mean, as far as being well known across the country, we had a good run. Uh, the Gann brothers started in 1980 okay. uh, in Panama City, and uh, with Gann brothers, yeah. you know, most of them all Gans, and then. Uh, 
uh, and they had a good run. Had I uh, had a first, their first top 40 song was around 1990, 91 with I Met Jesus on the Radio, which was a good D- DJs love that song. Uh, I bet they did. Because uh, they talked about me, you know, somebody riding down the road and, and being introduced to the Lord through right. what gospel radio. So mm-hmm. gospel radio really embraced that song yeah. and they did really well with it. But then probably about seven years after that, which was in 1998, they had some transition and, uh, and George Robertson and I had been, uh, playing with each other's and we had each other we, we kind of fired one another it was just he it was a group with a very original name called kyle and george and uh we just we fired each other and joined the gan brothers and we kind of make a joke about both of that. you did both of us now, did. now who, who is george so george george roberts he uh a lot of folks know uh cw roberts contracting yeah. and robertson roberts he's he's one of Here's those Tallahassee. yeah yeah okay he's one of, he's one of the he's mr uh, chuck's brother okay. chuck owns it and and george's uh runs the panama city office so so he was the drummer. So we in 1998, George and I both joined the Gann Brothers and kind of retired the Kyle and George ministry. And uh, it, we had a really good run. So what two brothers dropped out at that point? Really just really just one. Uh, they had a guy named Michael Gilly who was playing. And then they had a guy named uh, Blake Hollis who was a drummer. So they needed a bass player and a drummer. And okay. me and George, that's what we did. Yeah. And so uh, and, now, and I, was, I was told that you have a history with Fortress. Mm-hmm. Was a charter member. Was really? a charter member, 1986, out of Corinth Baptist Church, the church that I pastor now. Uh, I was 16 years old, 10th grader in high school, and uh, Judge Hosford uh, was not judge then. He was just a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> back then, fresh out of law school, I think he'd been uh, out of law school about three years, him and his brother, Russell, and a guy named Hugh Black, and myself, we uh, kind of just got one Sunday night, got around the piano, and just started kind of, you know, him playing, and, hey, well, y'all, let's try to sing this song. Next thing you know, it's like... We, 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 and we all grew up singing in the church, but we had never done it together. Right. And the next thing you know, one thing led to another and, and it started sounding pretty good. Started gelling and, uh, we started singing and then getting a little invitation, you know, singing mainly at the church. Right. And then, hey, Teloja Baptist, three miles, three miles down the road. Uh-huh. Hey, you want to come sing for us? Okay. So we had us about four or five songs. Really? That we would do and that's that, how it all got started. Oh, it all got started. So yeah. who, who came up with the name? My mom. Really? My mother. I never knew that. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you'll read the credits, darling, uh, <laughs> in the first Fortress album that came out in 1988, yeah. we thank her for coming up with the name Fortress. Huh. We, we were trying to come up with a name. The O Ridge Boys had already been taken. Uh, Led Zeppelin had already been taken. It was all kind of name. The cathedrals, well, that, was, right, man, that, right. would, that would have been yeah. a good one. But uh, she, I think that's a great name. It is. It really is. Yeah, she said, a mighty fortress is our God. How about Fortress? Yeah. You know how I found out about them? Now, I'd already knew you. But uh, I had uh, the hardware store over on Appalachian Parkway. Right. I think what uh, there's a family connection there, <laughs> and they had those CDs up on the counter. That would be some of Russell and Ken's family, correct? Yes, okay. the, yes. And then, uh, Becky, so, uh, Becky you know, so mm-hmm. show me a CD with gospel music. I'm you talking to me now? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so I, I said, "Who is?" And they said, "Oh, it's Fortress." And uh, I said, "Well, how can I get in touch with them?" And so they they said so. I called Judge Hosford, and he said, "Well, did you did you go ahead and buy one of the CDs?" I said, "Well, I didn't have ten dollars on me at the time." He yeah. said, "Well, just go by there and tell them." I said, "Just give you one of them, and then you listen to it, and then if you want us to come on the show, right. we will." So I went and got one, 
and uh, then invited to, uh, of course, Hillary. Uh-huh. That's your dad. Right. I, I just, Ernie, uh-huh. Ernie Sumner, who's, who's a part of Fortress. Right. right. I just found that out here tonight. Mm-hmm. And so you know, they, they both came, and we did the talk show together. And right. then I've invited them to here to our church. They came and ministered to the church. And then there are several times they've been around the community. Right. Usually if I hear they're going to be somewhere in Leon County, if I got time, I'll go here. Yeah, I'll show up. Yeah, they're yeah. good. They're, they, yeah. So they start that ministry started in '86. Wow, and has never stopped. And you played the piano for them? Played bass guitar. Bass Actually, we started out. I just sang. Yeah, but then wound up when we added a band. When Ernie came on, mm-hmm. we I started. That's when I learned to play the bass guitar. I had never right. played before, but but I've always played. Piano. Ken was my piano teacher growing right. up. So um, yeah, I, I'm, see, I keep hearing this name Hosford. Now I'm finding it, it's all connected with Corinth Baptist Church. Right. It is. Yeah, it really, it really is. is. Yeah, it started yeah. there. Wonderful church. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, all yeah. this started at the church I yeah. get to pastor, which and is then, such an honor. And then he, they had the song, the Old White Church, which yeah. just became a kind of. A signature song it is right. and while i was going through hosford here a few weeks ago i said where is that thing and i found it yes. you found the old white right church. down the road from right. your church yep. the old westland West methodist church yep. yeah it's, a, it's beautiful, beautiful now yeah <laughs> but, but it was it was about to fall fall apart really and so they got a historical grant and a bunch of inmate crews come in there, and boy, howdy, it is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah phenomenal. Really. Now, does it still have services there? No, they discontinued services, I think, in 89. Okay. Um, so it's just, it kind of just been sitting there in disrepair. But when they, they did that, they, the, uh, the Hosford family actually, the, the church was deeded back to the Hosford family. It was set up sometime, I guess, like that. And I don't hold me to this, but I know that now they did a, uh, you know, a dollar a year, 99 year lease with the county. Yeah, that's on so the, the sign. The county uh, runs it you. now. So there are multiple weddings. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a great wedding venue. Great wow. wedding venue. Yeah. 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 Very, and and very we always pretty. have a Christmas Eve service in there. Really? So <laughs> we, we're a part of that. And I go play piano and it's a, it's a neat, neat. And so all the community comes and does it. So uh, now the, the, the town Hosford, is it named for that family? Is there a connection? It, uh, uh, originally, it was, I think it was called Cove's Mill. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. And so, uh, one of Judge Hosford's ancestors, maybe great grandfather, great grandfather, uh, and again, he's much better historian than I am. They, he helped get some, some, Jobs and some recognition for that area, and they named it in honor of him. Okay, so it's been hostered for you know many for everybody that's alive now. Right. So you, uh, when you were driving with the Gans brother, you were gone like every weekend, right? Yes. I mean that was just a pretty much every weekend. (laughs) Yeah, I'd leave. The bus would stay at my house. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. So I would drive off, and she would take my kids. And it didn't matter if it was 30 degrees outside or 100. She's out there holding them and them half asleep. And it might be five o'clock in the morning and she's waving, waving me down. I've left the, I've left the yard crying before. Yeah. Just, you know, but they knew that daddy had a right. call. But I, I was wanna, crying too. But I, yeah, I want to hear from you about this. Okay. I mean, you experienced How many years did you actually sing with him? Uh, about, let's see, um, about 15 years. Oh, really? Yeah. So for 15 years, and this is early on in your marriage. Right. It was. Two you're, of our kids weren't even born. Right. Yeah. You're, I sung with Kyle um, while he was singing with Kyle and George. Okay. So I was part of Kyle and George. She was a backup and, uh, singer. Yeah. She was. 
So we have done music ministry for a long time. But yes, um, when when he began singing with the Gam Brothers, we had small kids. Uh-huh. And so there were lots of Sunday mornings that I got the kids off to church by myself. And yeah. he wrote a song about that, actually. Really? But that's, that's, that's a huge sacrifice, though. It really is. And then you were also doing secular work during that time, too. Yeah, I, um, I was working when I started working with the I was trying to think what I was doing. I was actually working at a juvenile delinquent camp that I helped write a program for. We had a Christian, and it's still in business today, Liberty Wilderness, Twin Oaks in Southern Liberty County. I was working down there and then got in the pool business in 2000. Got in the pool business with mm-hmm. your family. My dad retired, yeah. So, so, so my he, two brothers he, did what we said we'd never do, and that was work for dad. But <laughs> we actually bought that out in, in, in 2000, and, yeah. and I took over the family yeah, business. Because I, I was a privy to watching him build a pool yes, one yes, summer right. yeah. one, of, one of my customers yep yep and uh one right. day i was, they were out in the yard i said do you know who that guy is and they said well, yeah he's a guy building our pool i said man he's known he's famous yeah <laughs> I told him it, I said, right i mean they know him all over the world he's a gospel singer yeah. and they, they weren't all that impressed they, right. they were not they and they shouldn't have been <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is it there's there's a those of, those of us who love Southern gospel music, and, and you know we don't want to make gods out of nobody. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. But but think about it. I, I've I've come to appreciate the the sacrifice because I had one one guy here who was who had a group. Him and his wife were here, and they said, "Oh yeah," he said. You know, when we were up there on that stage, he said, "Man, that's 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 when it's cool." But he said, yeah. when you're trying up underneath that bus, right? <laughs> he said. That's a whole different thing, right. and, and there's a lot that's involved. And if you're putting a bus on the road every week, that bus is going to – Something's going to tear up. It'll right. turn around and bite you. Yeah, well, you, you are always – yeah, just, just, from a, just from a financial perspective, you know, that, those buses would hold 150 gallons of diesel. Wow. You're $500 in the hole right. when you pull out of the driveway. Right, if right. you got a full tank of, uh, of fuel, but, I mean, I've, we've been on the side of I-40 outside of Nashville and <laughs> yeah. dropped a cylinder. Oh and you know, yeah. and and get have just enough to get off the edge of the road and and not feel comfortable and right. get out in the ditch and it's summertime and you know it tests you it really tests you is this really what I'm called to do but that comes with it it's it's nothing easy about it yeah the last time oh well, not the last time but I saw Fortress but one of the times I saw them they were singing at a church out on the west <laughs> Leon County. They said, you know, we're not sure that our brakes are working on this bus. Yeah. <laughs> had the whole family in there. And I'm going, ah, they said, we'll, we'll be all right. And I'm going, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. If you've never had a bus, yeah. it's a, it's a booger, you know, well, but, because it's a very expensive machine. Right. Well, it is. It is. But, it, you know, again, if you're, if you're just going to do a few dates a month, probably not needed. But if you're going to expand right. a, a ministry and say, look, we're, we're really in this. To, to do what we're going to do and 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 to go wherever we're you know have an opportunity you got to have a place to live because that place became a home yeah for us on but, the weekend. but now you you have insight into this business that the rest of us would not have I mean these groups like uh, the Perrys and the um, Ernie Haas and these guys are are they making it I mean because you talk yeah. about the expenses that they have to be able to Four people in a group. Yeah. That's four families that's right. got to be supported mm-hmm. here, plus a bus and whatever else you're doing. Right. I think I think a lot for a lot of those who have put the the time and you know somebody like Ernie Haas. I, I've I know who you know Ernie was with the cathedrals for. They 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 make a lot of money and and again they're not again not doing it for the money but they do 
have to they have to have money you know, to, to yeah, yeah they they have to do it to support the ministry yeah. but and they do have you know we we need x amount of dollars to come right. you know, depending right. on how far away but the residual income off of off of uh radio play and so you know a lot of that's changed now with satellite radio and a lot of online right, stuff right. streaming type stuff and and people being able to do downloads um that's changed it and if you've got that revenue source coming in it makes it a lot easier so during covid we had a little discussion before we came on the air Co- unless people had a little of that going on behind you know some of your bigger groups was able to absorb that uh but some of your weekend yeah. warrior groups yeah. who are bivocational like we've always right. been it knocked them out, you know, because they didn't have anywhere to play during COVID. They didn't have anywhere to go and, and just couldn't. And so a lot of those guys, I had friends of mine that were, you know, 15 year veterans in gospel music, but they might have had a teaching degree. So they went back, mm-hmm. they started teaching yeah. school or they went to be a cop. You know? Well, we had the, uh, um, the vocal band here at, uh, was, was Christian Heritage Church here. Mm-hmm. It must have been two years, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the first time they sang for a year. Yes, they were, and, and uh, I was at that concert. Okay, and, I remember. And, and remember the place wasn't full. Correct, right. yeah. correct. And but they were just happy. Yeah, they were just glad to be singing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were just happy to be able to be back on the road right. and, and doing that sort of thing. But they bring two buses down here right. to do something like that. They're 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 spending some money. Yeah, and a semi. You know, they're bringing <laughs> right. a semi with equipment, lighting, right, all that right, kind of right, stuff. Right, right. But see, somebody like Bill Gaither can, you know, he just just the the royalties off of because he lives or he or touched, he touched me. me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, just that. Yeah, yeah. Can, can sustain that. But when you like you say, when you have families, you know, these people, these personnel in that group that are dependent on you staying busy because that's how they provide. That's how they pay their light bill. Yeah, right. it's I, tough. I got had the opportunity to to interview him over the phone, uh, brother Doug Apple. Set, set it up for me to yeah. do so. It's supposed to have been a 15 minute interview and it ended 45 minutes. Oh, wow. But it was a, what the, the hitch was was it when uh, I told him my name, he says, You know, he says, My best friend in school was named Jack King. Well, that wow. just opened up the door. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And uh, I kept asking him, I said, Tell me how you came from being a high school English teacher to become a leader of a movement. Yeah. And I just kept him focused. Mm-hmm. But when we got to the end of the interview, he said, uh, I want to meet you. I want to come to Tallahassee. He said, I want to meet you. And so my wife and I were the only ones that were allowed backstage. Oh, how awesome. And when we got to sit down with him for 10, 15 minutes and just had the nicest time with him, just such a polite gentleman. And he looked at Tammy and I, he said, uh, you all look like you're happy. <laughs> Tammy and I kind of looked at each other and said, yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> like I said, we've been married. At that time, it would have right. been 42 years. I'd like I told you, I went back in the door and said, right. if we haven't figured it out by now. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah. uh, but that, was, that, was a, that was a joy and a privilege in my life because I got a, a chance to connect what I call a hero of the faith. Now, oh, yeah. he would not. I mean, he'd say he just laid at the feet of Jesus. But it's people like him that has paved the way for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and these songs that they have written are just, I mean, they're, they're, they're iconic. I mean, people singing those songs have no idea who, who mm-hmm. wrote them. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you my funny, how I met him. 
Um, always been a big fan. Was a big fan back in the early 90s when Michael English and Terry Franklin and, and uh, Mark Lowry was singing. But I went to the National Quartet Convention with the Gann Brothers. Wasn't singing with them. Okay. But I went up there as a substitute. Craig Pippen was singing with them at the time. Really? And they they were supposed to sing on the on the big stage. And uh, Craig just had work. You know, they were bivocational at the time. And he's like, I just don't know if I make it. I'm going to try. So they, they went ahead and reserved him a plane ticket just in case he could make it. And it was so I was playing. B. So yeah. I was, you know, I was, I was kind of rooting for him not to be able to make it, you know. And um, you wanted to be Plan A. Then. I wanted to be, I wanted to be Plan A. So anyway, we get there, and and Craig shows up. I mean, he works it out and everything, you know. So I said, well, something's got a good got to come out of this. Yeah. So there's Bill Gaither, you know, and and every, and it's just all this throng of people around him, you know. And so I'm waiting to get to the front, and finally I get up there, and I'm gonna get a picture with him, you know. And and it's time for them to go on the stage. And so, I mean, it's like he's walking away, like, thank y'all. I got to go. I got to go. And I just, I told a lie. Oh, I said, uh-oh. I did. I did. I said, Hey, I got saved at one of your concerts <laughs> and it stopped him. Uh. And he turned around. He, I can't get a picture with you. Yeah. And I, I don't, you know, I shouldn't have done that, but I did get a picture out of it, you yeah. know? And so when I got back, I had just some random person. We didn't have phones taking pictures. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh, I just gave a random person, will you take a picture of me and Bill Gaither? And when I got back, they cut my head off. <laughs> so I guess that was the, what you get for That's what I got for telling a lie. You, we could see him, but I was a lot taller than he yeah. was. You couldn't see me. We, we were on the same page with that. Yeah, we were. Yeah. The Lord, hey, be sure your sins yeah. will find you out. Yeah. All right, now. What we're gonna do? We're gonna play one of the, one of the Gann Brothers songs awesome. that, that awesome. you you were featured in, and uh, I told you this, this is one of my favorite songs that y'all sang, and I don't know why it, why it touches me, but it just does. This is real to my mama. Just touches me every time I hear that Great song. Great song. Yeah, that's a good song. Phil, G- Phil Gann wrote that, and that's one of the best ones he did. Wonder what his inspiration was. Do, do you have any idea? Just, you know, Phil, Phil get would get in these uh, songwriting uh, sessions and sit down, and then uh, and not much would happen, like all of us. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's like, whoop, whoop. inspiration, and inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. I'm the same way. I'm, yes, I, I wrote one book. Called dreams and visions and stories of faith it took me ten years yeah. because I, I'm not a writer. Mm-hmm. But when the Holy Spirit right. comes yeah. and 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 to give a person a song like that, he right. probably wrote that song in about five minutes. He once did. God gave him the inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all these these uh, country western singers and stuff like that. You, you think, man, they got to they make a million dollars for that song, and they probably just drive it down the road in their pickup exactly. truck, and then it's boom, there yep. it is. Yep. And, yeah, and and it, it is like that. The other song that you sing and. And I don't, we may not play it, but it's called Calvary's Flow, mm-hmm. which you sing. When did you know that you were a singer? I mean, what what age were you when you just realized that you just had this incredible voice? This is going to sound crazy, but I, I've I've sung my whole life. But I remember early on, my my mother loved piano playing, so I started taking piano lessons when I was seven. But okay. even before then, she had an old Charlie Rich album. And and look, I grew up in church. I'm singing yeah. the B I B L E. I'm singing the church songs. Right, right. But boy, howdy! I, I mean, I, I think one of the she said one of the first songs I sung in the nursery was. Uh, 
you know, the most beautiful girl in the world. Hey, have you happened to see? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and I sang that song and, and that, she's like, you son, you can't sing that in church, you know, and, uh, but, but it was her album. It was her album. And so, so we, we literally had an, an album, you yeah. know, an LP. And so I would listen to that and I would try to replicate what I would hear. Mm-hmm. And so it just, but, but we, you know, and, and our church was very open to the kids singing. Yeah. We were talking yeah. again about that. So I, I'm very, I, I just, it, my, my parents pushed me. They allowed me to get piano lessons and, uh, just. Did you have voice training somewhere along the line? I have. I've, I've taken a few lessons, uh, you know, mainly just on not so much how I'm not going to say not how to get better at singing because it is a it is a craft, but uh, longevity. Right. You know, sometimes weekends where you sing Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. So I have had some vocal training in far as well, and I think the main focus being on longevity, how to mm. take care of your voice, oh, how yeah. to sing, sing that, a little that's more a huge issue. correctly yeah. because you're wearing it out. But right. again, it's a, it's a muscle. So the more you do it, the hopefully it gets better, you <laughs> yeah. know, like working out. But um, sometimes you, you, you know, what do you do when you're sick? How do you, how do you get through some of those things? So yeah, I've, I've done a lot of vocal training on how to, how to, Keep what you got. I remember listening to Gene Deckerhoff one time because he's the play-by-play right. for the Buccaneers and Florida State, and I'd hear him. And because he's got to do a Seminole game, and the next day he's got to do the Saturday, Buccaneers. Right. And, I, right. and I've heard that, that voice, and I'm going, the next day it seemed to be better. I said, I don't know what he did. Right, <laughs> right, right. But, uh, yeah, if you're making a living – with your voice, your voice yeah. you've got to take care of it. That's right. And even if you're just doing like I am, and I'm not making a living doing it, but mm-hmm. but I use it a lot. Yeah. And uh, of course, lemon and honey mm-hmm. and tea. Yeah. Is a good. good. That's water yeah, is one of the hydration. Yeah. You know, you think oh, yeah, yeah. think about it. You're out there working, and all of a sudden you catch a cramp in your leg. Uh-huh. What is it? Well, you're yeah. not hydrated. Yeah. You, you, your vocals are like that as sure. well. You, I mean, you got to stay hydrated. So, uh, my voice teacher up in Nashville said, "Look, you keep a bottle of water on stage." But then, then all of a sudden, you have somebody. I was we were singing with the Tallies, and uh, uh, Kirk Tallies. Uh, I mean, uh, Lauren Talley and her mother said, "You're not going to believe this." Kyle said, "But we we went to a Tony Bennett concert. He just recently passed away." She said, "We were in around New York, and, and he was playing Madison Square Garden." She said, "We went to a Tony Bennett con- concert. He he sang for two and a half hours and never took a drink of water." Wow. Wow, and I was like, "That's in, that's crazy." That is as crazy. old as he was, yeah. you know, he was in his nineties. Talk about longevity, <laughs> longevity. But uh, he, uh, but I think he has so perfected, yeah, his his craft and his in his voice and his vocal muscles that maybe just didn't need it. Now, I want to talk to Hillary here mm-hmm. for a moment. You you are the, like an associate pastor of the church, or music director. What are, I'm what, just what? I'm just Kyle's wife, and I um, stepped in at, when COVID hit as yeah. the worship leader. So I I, I lead okay. worship on Sunday mornings mostly because um, the the person that was filling in um, needed to take a break, and so I when when Kyle began to pastor. All through our dating life, we served together in youth ministry. Um, I've taught Sunday school, but when he became a pastor, I felt the Lord um, nudging me to just take a back seat and just be whatever he mm-hmm. to be his wife. No. So yeah. So and I, how, I long lead how long have y'all known each other? You've been married about twenty. We've been 29? married twenty seven years, 27. and we've known each other. We dated for about thirty three. Yeah. 
So, I mean, did you all kind of grow up knowing each no. other? This is no. a crazy story. So, okay. oh, we like crazy stories. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you were asking earlier how big Hosford is. Hosford's very small, and right. I lived in a suburb of Hosford called <laughs> Blue <suburb>. Creek. <laughs> um, but my dad worked in state government, so he would leave Hosford and go to Tallahassee every day for work. My mom sold real estate in Bluntstown, so we okay. went to school in Bluntstown. Kyle went to school in Bristol and in, in Hosford. Oh, that's Hosford big, and Bristol that's competition. Yes. So we were oh, yeah. we were rivals, but the craziest thing um, is that we never knew each other we never in in such a small town we never i never knew kyle he never knew me um until dad started playing in we met at a an ffa um parliamentary procedure competition um in high, school. in high school but yeah we never we never really knew each other dad introduced us after i had graduated so, from high school now when you first met him did you like him I, should I tell the whole story? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, yes, I did. Okay. I did like him. But um, he actually. She don't yeah, no, She did, did then, but she don't let now. No, actually, going back to the parliamentary procedure uh, competition, we competed in FFA. Um, I think Kyle spotted me that day and sent a friend to ask. We were separated. We were in different rooms. So, we were we were competition to one another but he sent one of his friends they had a mutual friend a mutual friend who went to school with me to ask me out and of course I didn't really know him and I was like the whole Miles Standish thing right Right. and I said I don't know about that so um, I think that maybe scared him off for a little while but but yeah dad set us up and yes I liked him very much when I met him the first time yes he was a gentleman I hear sometimes I hear stories that you know they met each other they just didn't like each other first and then later they fell in love right so so, and uh, so you were in high school so you knew each other in high school no we did not didn't really know each other knew of her we were in high school yeah but but we didn't we didn't really connect and and speak to one another until after I graduated from high school so yeah he had asked me out but I rejected Uh, him in high school but I really didn't give him the time I didn't give him a chance at that so now when you got out of high school what did you do so i went to college at fsu through the school of education and got my degree in early childhood education so i began teaching um i taught in quincy in the public school system for a couple of years for two years uh and then kyle proposed to me and so y'all were dating during that we were we were we started dating um right out of high school i I was right out of high school Um, we began dating and we had a lot in common i think is why i Felt so hard for him. He was musical. I was musical. We both lived in the same small town. We had a lot of common ideals. Um, both of us were serving the Lord in our home churches. So, uh, but but yeah, I um, I can't remember what you just asked me. No, what the thing is is that I love the story. Yeah, because this is just two young people who both Christians mm-hmm. and and you connected and now you're married. Mm-hmm. But did you know that he was going to be traveling all over the world? Singing gospel music. He was singing with Fortress while we were dating, okay. and I would go and hear. But that him. was kind of local. I mean, right. They, 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 they kind of stay mm-hmm. in the, you know, the, the area. Here. Right. Okay. No, it it never bothered me because we both, I think, from right from the beginning, we both understood ministry uh-huh. and that that the greater purpose. I mean, our purpose was not to just entertain one another, but our purpose was to to be all that God called us to be and to right. serve to serve um, him. Okay. And so that was never, I mean, I never looked at it as a sacrifice. It was always just, I mean, I supported it because it was just what we did. We just okay. served. So. so you're doing the music in the church now and you have something planned mm-hmm. for Christmas. We do. And uh, 
Tell us about it. Well, um, my church family is probably about ready to fire me <laughs> because I've, I've, I've had them so busy. You've been cracking we the whip, have, been, have you? We have been. <laughs> um, so each year, for as long as I've been leading worship at Corinth, and we were talking about that on the way over here, I think it's been around three, three and a half years. Um, so all of those years, and even before that, I was a part of the choir. We would always have a choir cantata around right. Christmas time. And I was sharing with you earlier that we always advertised it to our church family. So our church family that were not musical would come and sit and listen and they would invite their family and um, a lot of the, the area churches would come and listen to the to the Christmas cantata. And it was like the church worshiping together with other church mm-hmm. members and it was always awesome. But um, in December of last year, I was walking actually and listening to some music um, by a lady named Caroline Cobb. And she's just a singer-songwriter who writes um, Christian music. And I was listening to her her album, and I, I don't know, the Lord just kind of placed it in my heart to do something a little bit different than what we had done and to to focus on getting the Christmas message and the Christmas story out to, to the lost people around okay. us, to people who may not understand why Jesus came in the first place. So, you know, why his birth, why we make such a big deal about his birth. So, uh, we decided as a church family to do a Christmas musical. Um, I, I'm calling it a musical. It's just a dramatic presentation of the gospel. And we uh, wrote a script that takes folks from Genesis all the way to Revelation. So, we're, it, it's very, it's been very labor intensive getting a script written to kind of encapsulate the whole Bible. <laughs> I mean, we obviously had to leave a lot out, but we mm-hmm. we tried to sure. highlight highlight um, from creation all the way to to him returning why his birth was important and so um it's just it there's there's drama there's music um, and lights and yeah it's how, so we're how big yeah, is the cast so we if you count everybody the other uh, I, I counted them the other night and there was like 65 to 70 That's folks a involved a lot mm-hmm. of people it's a lot to, to coordinate things right. with and uh, mm-hmm. talk about something to wear you out now yeah. yes. <laughs> it's been it's been very very intense now how how much Props. I mean, I mean, how, how much are you got involved in props? So we set up committees at the beginning of this, and we've had a props team. We've got a lot of props, um, and we had a, a, a construction team that's building. And I make it sound like this is Broadway. This is going to be very amateur, very very amateur. Uh, but but we're proud of of what we've come up with. There are we've got sets. A set team made some sets, and um, we've got. When you were asking about props, we've just we 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 constructed costumes, so we've had a, a committee selling costumes. Um, it's going to be a big deal for us. It, 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 it's, mm-hmm. it's, I can tell it's a big deal yeah. from what you described to me. This, right, this is a lot of stuff going on, it is. And, and, and you've not done something quite like this before. Right, I've been involved in productions right. like this, but not directed or or led. But um, we've had quite What's, a few yeah. folks who've yeah. Well, this is helped. a challenge for yeah. you, but it sounds it like it's going to be great. Yeah. What is the dates? The dates are December the first, the second, and the third. So we're doing three different performances, and we have um, we, we've had we've been pre-registering, folks. We're sold out in the, the in the reserve seating for all three nights, but we still have um, some seats available okay. that are going to be first come, first served each night. And how would people get in touch with you? So there's a Facebook page. Our 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 church Facebook page has links to the. Um, 
to the times and everything and really all they would need to do is just show up at this point they won't need to register because we've, we've reserved seats and so they'll be sitting in the in the overflow section um but it um it's December the 1st is a Friday night. That performance is going to start at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're at Corinth Baptist Church in Hosford, right on Highway 65. Um, so it's just right off. The, it it is. Um, yeah, you come into yeah. Hosford off of Highway 20. Yeah. And go south 65 what, and about, block? about three mm-hmm. blocks down three on blocks, the left. Yeah, Can't yeah. miss at Corinth yeah. Baptist Church. Yeah. Okay. I mean, from Tallahassee, what, an hour and a half? Oh, two no, hours, maybe? no, no, no. It's less than 45, that. 45, 50 minutes? 45 minutes okay. to an hour, depending it'd, on which be, side of town. It'd be a nice... Uh, you can get from the flyover there in about 48 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Be a nice uh, Friday night or Saturday sure. night getaway. Yes. Go over there. Saturday and- night's performance starts at six, so it's seven on Friday night, six o'clock on Saturday, and then we've got an afternoon performance on Sunday the third at three o'clock. Yeah. Uh huh. Three and, o'clock. And they could go over and sample some of the food trucks you were telling me. about. Hopefully right they'll there. be open by then. Yeah. 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 But the, the, there's a name for this. It's called a seed and a sunrise. A seed. A seed and a sunrise. Wow. Sorry, I left that off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we, we, we were going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> And, and a, a sunrise, sunrise. Uh-huh. and so it's Friday night, Saturday night. That's, just, uh, that's December the first, right? Mm-hmm. December the first, and Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and and Sunday af- no. Sunday Sun- afternoon. No, Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. There's no Sunday night, right? So, so it's right. three times. Three times. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you say, just show up. Uh, right. I hope that works out okay. Yeah. We'll make yeah, room. We'll, we'll make yeah, we room. Will. Yeah. We may have to go down to that little church down there. We'll the make the deacons now. leave and make yeah. room there for you them. Go. Yeah. There you well, go. Well, the deacons are all in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're mules and sheep. Yeah. and no, they, well, I think it's exciting that you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And, and your heart is evangelistic. Right. And people could see the story betrayed in such a way i think it's gonna be exciting and that's a big challenge to go from revelation from genesis Genesis. to revelation it took a long time i mean it it took a lot of thought and a team of us that wrote the script and of course with kyle's leadership and um and help but but the story is told from the perspective of a of a young man who is questioning his faith or he he has not been saved he's a lost kid lost teenager who is talking to his grandfather and he's asking his granddaddy questions you know like why did God make the devil and in question and we tried to write the script in such a way that um, all the questions that we've heard as we've witnessed to sure. people are being answered so um, that was yeah, why, why, why do right. bad things happen right. to good people right. but now music is it all original music that you're incorporating or did, did somebody write so a song the, here so the music is coming from the album that I was listening to that inspired this and we ah. got this lady's permission to sing oh, these really? songs so we're doing the whole all but one of the songs on her album and the album is called A Seed and a Sunrise so we're, we're we, I see yeah hers is S-O-N or S-U-N rise like sunrise like we spell sunrise and ours is S-O-N rise I see and mm-hmm. so, the, so the music is already done it's, correct it's, it's let me record it. Well, it's not recorded. We are doing, or we've got an ensemble of youth that are actually singing the music and then our choir is backing them up. So it'll be, there's, the Thompsons are um, are playing their right, live okay. house band that night. Yeah, so they'll, so Hillary so we'll done it. So let, me tell you, let me tell you how we wrote the Thompsons in. So they just come out with a new album yeah. and they needed a photographer. So Hillary did all their album photography. <laughs> the trade did a little horse trade. So they're going to they're gonna come play. So and, and, and how far is it from Cottondale to where you are? 
hour and five minutes. Okay, yeah. hour so, and five. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on mm-hmm. over there in that west part of Florida. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Over there. I'm excited about it. Now, uh, Kyle, you uh, are a busy man. I mean, are, are you still going off and singing anymore? No. Uh, when I started pastoring, um, yeah. kind of uh, resigned. From, I had to right. I had to resign from the Gan Brothers. So. Uh, not traveling and singing anymore. Although, although we do get opportunities to to go sing occasionally, and the church is very gracious to allow me to go on a Sunday night or something. We recently mm-hmm. had a, I got a buddy of mine that pastors in Heber Springs, Arkansas, and they had a big thing, so they wanted us to come lead music. So we led music, and then Dennis Swanberg preached that okay. morning. So uh, when you we, say when you see us go off singing, you and her, I, yeah, the two of you yeah. singing together. Yeah, okay. we we do all that together. Okay. So now once you stopped with. The Gann Brothers, the Gann Brothers was over, right? Well, they yes and no. They they sang for a little bit after that. Uh, they they got a guy to replace me, uh, Craig Singletary, who used to sing with Brian Free. Uh, Craig uh, began to to and a phenomenal singer. I mean, yeah. incredible singer. But about the same time he started singing, he he worked with the Georgia Highway Patrol, and he got, I, th- I don't know if it was governor whoever the governor in Georgia was because he lives up out of Cairo, out of Cairo or somewhere up in Georgia. He became the governor's personal escort. Okay, and so now he had something else. To do. Uh, he had something else to do, so it just didn't work out. So they kind of they kind of just. I don't think they ever really retired the group. They just don't sing anymore. Okay. And so Craig's now singing with uh, Big Mo oh, in a group he? called Chosen. So he's going to be here then. Chosen. Yeah, they got a group uh, called well, – Big Mo used to have a gospel group called Chosen, so they've oh, called okay. it Chosen Revival. So, so him, Big Mo's not with Chosen. No, he is with Chosen. He kind of revived the group, okay. so he's still doing his solo work. Well, they're going to be at the Legion. Uh, that is correct. The mm-hmm. 3rd of December. Correct. Craig, right. So Craig will be Craig with will be there, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it'll be good to see mm-hmm. him. Craig will be seen, there. Haven't seen him in a long yep, time. Yep, Craig yeah. will be there, so uh, yeah. So huh. that's what that's what happened. The so, Gann brothers still get together for a reunion. Yeah, we, we, sing we've every done a couple of reunion yeah. things, and and okay. and we just pick up right where we left off. And Calvin comes back and sings with us, so yeah. it's been a lot of fun. Do they still sell a lot of the music? Still have an online, a little bit of an online yeah. presence. Uh, they're so good. I mean, yeah, I, we had a, we had, we still we got a bunch yeah. of music out there, and yeah. you can still buy it on yeah, iTunes. I think I've and, got four of the CDs, and, I, and you may have given them to me. I'm not sure whether I bought them or that you. Well, you just never. Them. I'm still waiting for you to pay Are for you them. We still have. Hold my breath. We, on that. No, I play. We still have an online presence, like with iTunes. Yes, yeah, okay. uh, CD Baby. I think they, yeah. they. I think I think it's great music. They'll send a check yeah. every now and then for what they sell. You know. So now, how did you? The thing come about it, you become the pastor for Corinth Baptist Church. I mean, how did that happen? Corinth was without a pastor, um, and then next thing you know, you know, I, I, like I mentioned before, I do a lot of pulpit supply, so yeah. I would I was just filling in, and God began to work with me, and so uh, I, I began to pray about God's direction in my life, not not expecting to pastor there, uh-huh. uh, but I told Hillary, I said, I think. It's time, and I've always felt open to that call. Okay. I've always enjoyed it, been comfortable uh, doing that. But I told Hillary, I said, "I think it's time. I think it's time." And and I was forty two years old. Um, Lord didn't call me at thirty two or twenty two. Mm-hmm. I was forty two, and so uh, I think everything I'd done up to that point was was part of that preparation. And so uh, I, I began to pray about it and thought that my, this might be a good opportunity to get licensed through a. Uh, uh, you know, a Southern Baptist convention, something like that. And next thing you know, they talked to him and said, "Look, we've been we've been praying too, and we'd like you to consider being our pastor, wow. the pastor." Yeah. And so, next thing you know, they, uh, you know, I, we kept kind of going through the process of prayer and, and praying and talking about it. And uh, next thing you know, and how, how long has that been now? 
Uh, 12 years. 12 years. Mm-hmm. And since then, you've built two buildings. One one had just been, the new sanctuary had just been completed okay. when I got there, but okay. we did build a a 7,000 square foot uh, fellowship hall with some educational space out there. Right. Did that back in uh, about 2018. Okay, that's, that's quite an uh, undertaking for a small church in a small community. Like it does. That, it does. To, but I'm going to tell you, the, the, the folks at Corinth uh, give, and they saw the vision, what we wanted to do, what right. we needed to do. And so they just, they just say, how much you need? Wow. And we've got some people that just, they do. And so it was paid for. That's, that's, it was paid for amazing. before we ever started. So here you are, and now you've stepped out of gospel music, and you're pastoring full-time. But you didn't have enough to do. And so you decided <laughs> yeah. you need to do something else. Yeah. And so tell us about that. Well, for, since 2002, uh, I, when I first got out of college, I was a high school guidance counselor for a few years. And, and you went to Florida State? Went to Florida State, okay. yep, yep. And so, uh, long story short, uh, felt led to run for school board office. So, okay. I ran for my local school board seat there in Hosford and, uh, in 02. And that's and, Liberty County. At Liberty County. Yeah. And won and uh, was reelected two or three, four times, a couple times unopposed, and then had some folks run against me, and I beat them. And so, for 18 years, I was a school board member and loved it. Mm-hmm. And so, did that and was pastoring. Um, and then all of a sudden, the superintendent was retiring, and uh, I was a little concerned about maybe the leadership coming in and what that would mean for our school. So talked to my deacons about it, talked to Hillary. Didn't need another job. Didn't really want another Liked being a school board member, but I was really concerned about the direction I felt mm-hmm. like the school was fixing to go uh, with the people that I thought would probably get in that race. And so I talked to the church and I said, look, I don't, I don't, I don't need this job, but mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like I can win this, this seat. Right. And so I said it would require me, go, you know, becoming a bivocational pastor again. Right. And, uh, and I'll need an associate pastor. I need somebody who's going to be me eight to five when I'm at school office. And they said, we support that a hundred percent and they have. Mm-hmm. So in 2020, I ran for the superintendent job and one so wow. I, I also serve as superintendent of schools so you Liberty threw County. your hat in the ring and I did. and so I and mean, you had to stand for election mm-hmm. i mean you, you had to campaign correct okay. correct during covid year during uh, covid and, year and what's that like i mean campaigning I mean, well in the past i go to every house in liberty county really yeah you you just got a lot of rural folks that want you to respect them enough to come ask them that's get that starting to die down a little bit yeah. you know but during covid that changed because yeah. there were people in liberty county had signs on their house that said you know uh, you know please no visitors you know until the we fi- you know, figure this thing out right and you had to respect that so we did a lot of phone calls a lot of mailers uh we did do a few visits where we felt yeah. like people were comfortable with us coming and uh so it was a it was a different campaign but now how do you go about doing this? You have to have it uh, mapped out some way or another to you know, okay, well, today we're going to do this section. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You have it, to have a strategy, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of software and stuff that kind of identifies voters, you know, right. how to figure out who, who, you know, who how many voters in that house. But the old school way is if there's a light line going to that house, somebody lives down that road. If you see a road and it's got a, a power line going to <laughs> right. it, somebody lives down there, so go hit them up, you know. And so that's, we did a little of both. Now in the past, I've, I've literally gone to every house in Liberty. How County. many houses are we talking about here? 
Oh goodness! Oh goodness! There's there's probably forty five, forty six hundred registered voters. Okay, in Liberty so, County. So it's not a huge. It's populist. not, but see, Liberty yeah. County is one of the biggest counties land wise. Oh really? Oh yeah. So yeah. you know, most of our counties, Apalachicola National Forest, which goes all the way down to Franklin County. Believe it or not, there's people who live down there in Sumatra, which is on the south end. Of Did the you county. find them too? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we've helped we've helped a church down there, so uh, we've got a, a sister church. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it, you just you just it's work. Okay, so it's what, what's the work. job like for you? I mean, you feel like that you're able to make an impact uh, in the these children's lives. Yeah, I, you know, I think the biggest thing, you know, is is you know the world's gone crazy, and we live in a world that uh, does not want. Uh, boundaries does not want uh, law and order, you know, and we're seeing that every day you turn the news on. I think it's very important for us as as government to value what parents want. And you see the real big push now and and conservative, you know, government. We're, I know we're not talking politics, but to to lead, you got to lead from the front. But you, know? you but you are a politician. It's kind of hard. Not. Well, yeah, yeah, and a lot of times, a lot of a lot of times that gets a bad route. But yeah, but yeah. literally, you're trying to influence yeah. people for good things, you right. know. Uh, and and the flip side of that is a bad politician can do just the opposite. So, so do you think that you being a Baptist preacher? helped you or nothing or maybe it hurt you well being being from liberty county i, I think uh, and, and have and had already been in public office it helped mm-hmm. it helped a lot yeah you know now some some people you know said well hey you know he's a career politician and all um and and look i had to endure that that criticism sure you know you did but but i was very open and honest about what i stood for um you know there was some things that you know i really stood for you know stuff like the bathroom deal you know we're not we're just not going to do that yeah. stuff and have boys going to girls bathrooms i don't care what they identify as we, we're not to bully the, that population of group uh we're not we're not to mistreat them in fact we're supposed to love them with the love of the lord we're supposed Amen. to com- compel yeah. them to come to christ yeah. um and of course in school we, we we're not openly you know doing evangelism but the kids can mm-hmm. the kids can so uh you know our we really encourage our kids at church to do that to be evangelistic in their in in their daily living i know for me i mean i would love to know that my my uh, superintendent schools was a person of faith well it, i i think it makes a difference yeah. you know uh, franklin graham came in 2016 to the capital you know, went to every capital in the country and he talked about, you know, uh, you know, people say, well, Christians shouldn't get involved in politics. He said, who come up with that? I really? can't come up with it. The devil come up with it. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe we're in the pickle we are because we've not had Christian leaders oh, who, who got, who said, I'll be in leadership. Yeah. You know, you get what you get. Read the book, Return of the Gods. Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of it. I haven't I'm read it. I'm you what, you got to read it. Yeah. It, it, will, it will, it will give you insight into things that you could not have imagined. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a grime. I'm, I, I have I, heard of that. I, I, I've just finished reading it remind yeah. me who wrote that jonathan Kahn. that's right, that's uh, right. I mean, this man's rocked the harbinger guy mm-hmm. yeah. yes 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 yes, yes. Mm-hmm. he's rocked my world i'm telling you yeah but exactly what you're dealing with a lot of things you're dealing with it he explains where it all come from and right. how it all happened mm-hmm. and uh, I, I know even even us doing this show because believe it or not i get critics from time to time sure <laughs> but, but sure, generally yeah. they don't criticize me they criticize whoever i have right especially if they take a stand for faith right and a person who is known in, in right. liberty mm-hmm. county you're known mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. right we have a greater accountability than just to people and, and and our accountability to people is 
is big time. Yeah, but we should make, be. But I'm gonna stand before God yeah. one day. But they make this big deal about oh, but you're supposed to be neutral because you're in a church and state and all this kind of stuff. And and of course they they like to build that up, even though it's a fantasy. Yeah. And and the whole thing from the very very beginning with Thomas Jefferson, it was all made up. Correct. But oh, they they sure like to stand on that. Right. To try to silence. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. And it's all about silencing the word. Right. And, of course, you know, when they realize that the Word of God is quick and powerful. Right. right. They know it. And that's well, why. the fruit of the Spirit, you know, in Galatians, as it talks about that, there's no law against those things. No. You no. know, nobody's going to say, Jack, I'm going to have to write you, a, you know, I'm going to charge you with two counts of kindness, yeah. Yeah. of patience, you know. Yeah. They're not going to do that. Well, let me just tell you this. Brother Khan in his book, in his thesis, all built on the Scripture where it talks about how that if a house is abandoned, Mm-hmm. Then you come back and you find it's been swept, and others have moved in. It's, yep. it's in the, the, the devil, and he'll bring seven, mm-hmm. seven with with you more evil. That's his whole premise of the yeah. whole book. When when uh, the America said we don't want the word in the schools, right. we left the house empty. Correct, and now it's been occupied. Mm-hmm. That's right. I see, you were in that position. I mean, you're the person who influences so much in the schools in Liberty County. And uh, I'd like to know that's a man of, that knows how to occupy the house currently. I don't know that if this will ever change in schools. I mean, it was a Supreme Court decision, and I don't know whether it would ever be a enough voice. Right. Mm-hmm. But think about revival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the Spirit of God swept across this land. But so that comes by it's what Jesus said. You remember when they brought the little, the little boy? Mm-hmm. And they, they said... Uh, with the disciples and said, can we cast? And they couldn't do it. And then Jesus did. The disciples came and said, how did you do this? How did you do it? We couldn't do it. He says, prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The hard right. thing. Right. right. See, this is where the church has to be. We have to be willing to do the hard thing. Right. right. And I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether we're there. Right. As a nation. How bad does it have to get? Yeah. Before we get to our knees. Yeah. And I'm through preaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Got to take, right, up, take up an offering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it is a hard thing. It's a hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard for me personally, you know, because I, I don't get a day off. Sure. You know, oh, yeah. but, but yeah. feel led to do it. I'm, yeah. you know, I can rest down the road, but. Well, uh, fortunately, is, you have a wonderful wife here. Yeah. Stand, Could, stand couldn't do it without you, her. And she's done a lot of work for you. Absolutely. December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And the 3rd is an afternoon. Correct. 2 o'clock. Two, 3 o'clock. 3, three o'clock. o'clock. Uh-huh. And let me just remind anybody here in Leon County, you're heading that way. Let's see. You are still Eastern. Eastern, yes. Because you haven't crossed the river. Yeah, you're on the side of the river. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you what. (laughs) We talk a lot of your time and my time. Oh, I I know. I know. I had a guy one time coming down to do a service with me on a Sunday afternoon from Birmingham, and we were all sitting there going, where is he? he? I know. (laughs) An hour later, he Mm -hmm. says, and everybody's looking at him. He goes, what? I said, you're late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, with ball schedules and yeah. church, concern, we always, yeah. my time, your time, mm-hmm. Eastern, oh, Central, I'm, I'm always. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the reasons why, if they want to not mess with the daylight savings time all over the country, I'm yes. for it. I agree. Right. But I'm not for it for just Florida to do it alone. Right. Because that means a half the year, we're on the opposite 
time was Georgia. Right. It's hard enough every time I want to go to Pensacola. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's right. That's right. I got to remember now. I got to cross that line. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's right. They're on a different. Time. Yeah. <laughs> people who live. It needs to be all or none. Everybody yeah. do it or nobody. Well, do people it. who live in Miami and Tampa, they don't. They, they don't care about that. Right. That's right. But for us who live right here on the line, right, it is an it issue. Matters. It does. Yeah. And so anyway, that's. Mm-hmm. I won't yeah. charge the audience for that little piece of my <laughs> <Right>. advice. <laughs> hey, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. We're about done here. Uh, I've enjoyed so much having uh, Brother Kyle and Hillary uh, Petty, P-I-D-D-I-E. P-E. You don't want everyone Eddie with a P. Okay. You all are a blessing to me, well, and uh, I, just, I appreciate your work yeah. and what you're doing. And Thank you. I encourage people to go. If if my wife and I can make it, I know we're supposed to be out of town part of that weekend, but I'd love to come over and see that thing to see what you're doing there. And I'm not going to promise it, but uh, we understand. <laughs> but if you can make it, we would love to have you. Yeah, and he says only 45 minutes. So we could swing over there on Sunday afternoon after church. Anytime. Right? Yeah, love to have yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, and we might even go to one of those food trucks while we're over. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I tell you what, uh, I appreciate people who just put their heart in, in serving, and uh, you all have a heart to serve. Amen. Uh, that's that's me. I just want to serve people in whatever way we can. Mm-hmm. So, And also, I would imagine that you would invite people just to come to services. Yeah, I'd love to have yeah. them. What, what, what time? Yeah. What time? So, so we we start, uh, we, have, we have a breakfast. It looks like Shoney's out there. <laughs> Uh, breakfast bar literally really? at nine o'clock every Sunday morning, and, and again try to make Sunday morning easy. Look, I get it. You work during the week. Yeah. You're just wanting to hey yeah. sleep in. Well, go ahead and sleep in a little bit. We'll do breakfast for you. Nine o'clock. So nine o'clock breakfast for everybody. Family breakfast, and then we have Sunday school at nine thirty, mm-hmm. uh, and then we have services at ten thirty. Ten thirty. And okay. uh, and I don't preach long. Because you, you know, usually about twelve o'clock, I'm starving to death. Yeah. You know, I'm ready to eat. So, uh, you know, we 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 have a really good service, and then on Sunday evenings we have services, and then Wednesday night we have a family supper at six, and then we have uh, Bible study. So, so he just doesn't have enough to do. Yeah. Yeah. We stay so busy. Yeah, so busy. I've did. got one of the kids texting me saying, "Hurry, come home." Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks, go. we got to go to prayer because this thing's going to beep here in just a minute. Here, Father God, thank you, Lord, for these wonderful folks. And just the opportunity to do this show together. I pray, God, that you would bless this program they're going to do and you'd bless the church and just have your hand up on Brother Kyle as he leads the children and uh, the school system there in Liberty County. Father, we just give you the glory and the praise. We pray for our country. We pray, God, for peace in Israel. We pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you all so much. Hey, thank you for having us. Until next Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. May the Lord bless you.